Hey everybody, it's a bonus episode, and since we can do bonus episodes, I decided why the hell not. Back in mid-December, I was honored to be a guest on the Ordinary Takes podcast, co-hosted by my longtime friend Andy Smith and his co-host Rick Quinn, and my friend Andy I have known Ever since high school, we worked on the high school newspaper together, and I was a high school radio nerd, and I kind of sort of brought Andy into the fold as I was leaving. I told him, hey, you need to get involved with this, and Andy has always been a very uh, unique individual to me. Uh, We often joked that he was uh, the crossroads of Richie Cunningham and Bono. You know, he was the all-American boy next door, but he was also raised in a progressive Christian household and grew up to be a social justice warrior. And he is currently a professor at Tennessee Tech University, where he hosts his radio program, Teacher on the Radio, and Andy invited me to be a guest for their end of 2020 episode where they invited an esteemed panel of music nerds to talk about our favorite music of 2020, and it was an awesome time. Uh, The whole episode of Ordinary Takes was two hours, and I decided it would be fun to share with you the segment I did on this episode in hopes that you would a number one, enjoy this as a bonus and B uh, you might seek out the ordinary takes podcast, listen to the entire episode and maybe just go ahead and subscribe and enjoy all of the episodes. And it was so much fun that I decided to uh, send a note to everybody who was on the show that day to say, Hey, you know, uh, let's, let's do something like this once a month because, uh, the episode was done via zoom, uh, as many things are done these days. And I said, Hey, why don't we like check in once a month? You know, Andy's little army of music nerds. Why don't we check in once a month, uh, talk to each other about what we're listening to, you know, pick each other's brains about music and such. And I, was inspired to do this and I hope we do it. And I hope that maybe it, uh, provides some content for both his show and and perhaps this show. Uh, and I, I just, there's so much content that we're overwhelmed with every year. And I see articles, I see posts, you know, about this band and that band and this album and that album. And it's hard to keep up with it all. And it's hard to really figure out, you know, what's worth my time and what would really just kind of just knock my socks off. And I find it's always the personal connection that prevails. So if I were to have a council of music nerds to uh, meet with once a month, then I could be like, hey, I've been seeing this posted in my timeline and I'm seeing articles about it. Does anybody know about this or maybe have somebody go, Hey, I just listened to this today and it blew my socks off. And maybe it's something that was nowhere near my radar. So hopefully, uh, it's something that we get to do. But in the meantime, I thought it would be fun to share with you 
uh, my uh, appearance on the Ordinary Takes podcast. And it's about 20, 21 minutes long. And you will hear them talk about uh, the Scots. Uh, another, there was another fellow by the name of Scott. Uh, I believe his name is Scott Winchell, who is a friend of Rick's from high school. So, uh, as Andy says, you know, the Scots are represent the, the, the people on the panel who, uh, go way back with them. So, and, uh, another thing you will, you will hear is Andy reading a really overly long bio that I had written for him. And he said, send me your top 10 and send me a bio. And I'm like, all right, I am a professional copywriter. So I wrote him a bio and I give him shit about it because he launches into it and just goes into autopilot and is so excited about reading this that he ends up skipping every third word. And so I had to give him a little of good hearted grief about that. And I immediately regretted writing this long bio for him and felt like a really pretentious prat. But we had fun and I was honored to be a guest and I hope you enjoy, and I hope you go ahead and check out Ordinary Takes on Spotify and check out Teacher on the Radio. Uh, Andy does the show weekly at WTTU on the campus of Tennessee Tech University. And with that, enjoy the bonus episode. So we're going to get ready for the uh, for the Scots, um, yeah. and uh, uh, it will be uh, the the parade of Scots. And both of the Scots that are coming um, have high. We've known since high school. Um, and let me uh, make sure the. Uh, I think the other Scott knows uh, uh, what to do. But just in case, I'm going to let him know that he can. Uh, well, don't break it, Andrew. Um, let's. Tell the other Scott that he's he's ready to be uh, invited. So Scott Greenberg is one of the people that got me into radio. Um, th this is this is kind of amazing, right? So what if this hadn't happened? Like, you know, he got me in. Uh, th this guy is the guy that I mean, and it might have happened anyway, but he's the guy that told me it was a thing. So. He's the guy that got me into music journalism and he was a senior and I was a sophomore. And, wow. uh, and, 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 and he said, when I graduate, you can have my column, uh, from the school paper. Uh, and him and my buddy Joe are the guys that showed me where the radio station was. And wow, he, he, he's the guy that taught me how to, how, how it works. So, so if uh, Go ahead, Rick. No, I say if so. If we were doing the graphic novel of your life, uh, Scott <laughs> is integ integral to teacher on the radio's origin story. Is that is that what we're saying here? <laughs> that is exactly what we're saying. Uh, and I want to hear. I want him to hear me. Uh, I want him to. Oh, where did he go? Oh no. Oh no, Scott. I don't know. <laughs> I think I clicked add to stream and then clicked remove at the same time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we come back. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start. Yes, he is. Yes. Yes. I'm going to start reading this right now, actually, because he wrote me a long, a long bio. And uh, if he, if he misses the intro, he can come back later. Um, I don't know what I did. I, he was there and then he vanished. Oh, We're no. still learning. 
uh, for, there we go. If you're new, you're listening to uh, Ordinary Takes. Uh, Scott, I think you're in here now. I think you're on it. Well, here's what happened: is I was watching you on Facebook, and okay. then I had the whole green room set up. So once I hit enter the room, I got that like mega echo thing that nobody enjoys. Thank <laughs> you. I had thank to shut down half of the universe so I could reboot the whole universe. Okay. Well, thank you for, for, for not bringing that echo into our podcast, which is not professional is, is very amateuristic anyway. Right. You're the first of two Scots on the show and uh, both Scots. Uh, I have to figure are, out where to stand because I keep cutting myself off. Uh, you're also, you're the high school. We're all high school Scots today. So, all right. All right. He's a quirky Jewish kid. Yes. Uh, born on the irony of Christmas Eve from running the mean streets of the Detroit suburbs. And you they were pretty mean. Everything. They were pretty mean. They were pretty rough. From the mean streets of the Detroit suburbs, uh, raised on a steady diet of Motown, AM Gold, Marvel Comics, uh, connection there, uh, Rick, Marvel Comics, Kiss and Cream magazines, guided only by the wit of Groucho Marx, has filtered through Hawkeye Pierce. Scott's radio show, long-running radio show, Debt Snow, Honest Man Can Pay, Started at WHFR in Dearborn, Michigan, then moved to WGWG. Oh, yes, I do. Moved to WGWG in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, then Plaswood Midwood Community Radio, and is now on WLFM. Did you say Plasma Midwood? <laughs> anyway, then I'm sorry. Okay. Operating. I'm so excited that you're here. I can't stand it. Okay. So then now it died, and then it was reborn again. And it's on what's called NRM Streamcast. But yep. he now has a Death's No Honest Man Can Pay a website where you can just click and play. And he's making it on Audacity in his house. It's a beautiful yeah. experience. I've only listened to one episode so far, Scott. But you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you. So I cannot recommend Death's No Honest Man uh, Can Pay enough. Um, and, and Scott, once the conversation gets going here, I'll paste your list into the comments so you don't have to multitask here. Right. Um, so... Welcome to Ordinary Takes, Scott thank Greenberg. You. The I, Greenberg is here. I thank you so much for having me. I feel honored to be here, and I'm I'm sorry I wrote you such a long bio because I didn't, <laughs> okay. think, you would, didn't think you would read all of it, and you like skipped every third word. But God bless you. <laughs> and um, just, just to clarify, um, the, the, the the show started as an actual radio show back in 2003 when I was in between jobs, something to help me keep my sanity, and it evolved into a labor of love and something I couldn't imagine not doing. And when I moved down here to Charlotte, uh, I got involved with a college radio station in Boiling Springs, which was a good hour plus away. Uh, and then I've been keeping it a little bit more local over the past eight years at a really grassroots place called uh, Plaza Midwood Community Radio. They went belly up back in April. Uh, a friend of mine who's involved with a streaming platform called NRM Streamcast reached out to me within days and said, hey, we do mostly video, but we can put you nearly everywhere that you get podcasts. So the show is basically available anywhere you get podcasts except Spotify because Spotify doesn't like music podcasts and I'm lucky in the respect in the respect that NRM Streamcast pays for the BMI and ASCAP so I can continue doing my overblown radio show in the way it's always been. So 
and which is why I've, uh, this is a stepchild of Teacher on the Radio. It's a co-production of Teacher on the Radio and Ordinary Space, a fanzine that Rick and I started two years ago. And um, I'm going to drop your Facebook page into the links. Um, friends, I cannot recommend um, That's No Honest Man Can Pay enough. I mean, there's, there's, I have no words for how much I love uh, the, the brotherhood that's happening right now uh, where Rick and I are bringing on high school DJ buddies. Because <laughs> I only met Rick like about... Oh, it's been a long time now. It's been nine years ago. I re met Rick about nine about nine years ago, but uh, it seems it seems like uh, yesterday. Um, somehow I've lost your list, Scott. But let's go ahead and let, let me put the high school framework because it was almost like a joke with us, and and it's almost like um, an obvious like duh moment. What your number one record of this year is for these reasons. And, but, and you're absolutely right. And I, I sometimes I think that I need to like put this artist in a, uh, um, uh, 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 what you call it, the uh, the Pantheon. You need to put them in the Pantheon and go, okay, top 10 records that aren't by this guy. And so, but- Well, here's the thing, here's the thing, okay? So in I debated whether or not Isabel, you know, Isabel's my new, my new Bono anyway, but like I debated whether or not Isabel should be the top. I finally, as earlier in the podcast you heard, I'm like, Screw it. Isabel's got to be number one. If but, you enjoy it, you enjoy it. So I love the Springsteen album. Actually, yeah. Rick, I don't even know if, yet if it's in my top 50. I think I'm going to end up having a top 60. I can't, I can't edit. I, I want every, I'm a hoarder of everything. So, so, but in high school, just quickly, it was literally, I was Bono. Joe was Michael Stipe and Peter Buck rolled into one and yep. you were Springsteen. And we were like these three, like, weirdos at Southfield High that and were less music. Let's not forget our good friend, Pam Miller, who was Ray Davis. Uh, Ray Davies of the Kinks. Thank you. I yeah. feel so bad for leaving Pam out of it because, because she, she was definitely a part of our like obsessive. I think it might've been Pam Miller or somebody else. There was somebody in high school that had a whole like meditation on, on Springsteen's butt on the cover of Born in the USA. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was like a whole thing. There was like a whole like sub cult just to, to to the cover of Born in the USA. I mean, right, Dancing right, in the right. Dark. It was, oh God, strange. I'm, I'm all of a sudden having all these strange thoughts. So so Scott, let's get ready now for, right. uh, so so let's go, actually, let's go into your list after Springsteen. Yes. Um, and, and maybe less emphasis on Isabel, since obviously this is practically an Isabel fan club with the three of us here. Right. So, so well, get us into some of this. Um, and we've only got about, 12 more minutes. So I get us into some of the other, other I, highlights for you. I can talk real fast. Yeah. So tipping my hand, Isbell is on my list. He's tied at number seven with Margot Price uh, because I feel like both of them are just. That's a great album. They represent the best of whatever you want to call it. Alt country Americana mm -hmm. is the fact that they, along with artists like Sturgill Simpson are always flipping the bird at the quote-unquote country mainstream just makes me smile um but my number two record of the year was going to be my number one record of the year and it would have been if that pesky springsteen hadn't dropped a record and this record dropped right before the world turned upside down and uh covid just thanos snapped the, the crap out of the universe uh they are a chicago-based band called rookie self-titled record from them they're on bloodshot and everything about this record just makes me happy uh 
it combines some of the best elements of 70s rock. I'm talking, you've got elements of Cheap Trick, Thin Lizzy, uh, Big Star, Almonds. You've even got some replacements in there. And this, you want to talk about summer jams. This album was like a summer jam sandwich. And this album was my, it was like the light at the end of my COVID tunnel. I just, I heard this record back in March and I'm like, this is an album that if I had a Trans Am, I would roll down the windows and blast it out and throw the horns and just pity everybody who isn't me enjoying this album by Rookie. So that's an album I am insanely, insanely passionate about. Um, my number three. Give us, a, a, yeah. a, I'm not a rookie. I don't know rookie. And I bet yeah. Rick doesn't either. So give us like the one or two tracks that are our, our gateway to that. Record. Oh, okay. So the opening track, um, I have all the, I have all the CDs here. So I'm not caught with my pants down. Hold on tight. Um, is it just from the get go, it grabs you. And actually this is a record where it's pretty much all killer, no filler, but actually like tracks one through four at the end of that, you're like, okay, I'm sold. And it just, it ends with a song called E-Jam. And I think anytime somebody calls a song, something like E-Jam or this jam or that jam or so-and-so's blues, I'm like, that's going to suck. This does not suck. Yeah. Wait, 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 Scott. Did you say you have, I, I don't show us the CDs. This man still buys CDs, right? I do buy CDs. Oh my God, I love you. I buy both CDs and vinyl and I stream. I love you. I think I listen to physical product more than I stream because oh. I just got my Apple Music year-end list and like the artist I listened to the most had me at three hours. So. Oh, wow. So, um, all right. So do you want me to talk about Rookie some more or do you want me to move on? Oh. I don't hear you anymore. Andy. Keep going. Keep going. Keep nope. going. Okay. All right. So my number three, I am an absolute nerd for power pop and I'm a nerd for smart pop. And I am a nerd for New Zealand and Australian based guitar jangle pop and rolling blackouts, coastal fever. It doesn't get any better than these guys. And this is a record. It's called Sideways to New Italy. Um, just, you put it on, it's over before it begins. Another record that I really wanted to blast out of my my metaphorical Trans Am. Um, you know, my number four, the the new one by Waxahachie, St. Cloud. It's just, just darn delightful. Um, but I really want to spend some time with the number five record who this is my outlier i don't think this record is on anybody else's lists uh she is a an andy you're gonna like this she's from cleveland she's from cleveland she is a singer songwriter and a bassist who works in the psychobilly realm but make no mistake she is not a one-trick pony she has got layers to her her name is colleen duffy and she makes records under the gnome de plume devil doll she did one in 2002. She did one in 2007. This is her first record in 13 years. And I know about her because a friend of mine, the same friend who uh, got me involved with NRM Streamcast, reached out to me uh, about two years ago and said, hey, 
My friend Colleen is about ready to put out a record. She's been faced with some serious health issues, but she is totally focused on getting this record out and she needs some help with some uh, press releases. So I'm like, sure, great. So uh, long story short, we had a couple of conversations. Very cool woman, strong woman, total badass. Am I allowed to say badass? She is a world-class badass. And she has been plagued with health issues since 2014, but she had this album in her that she would not rest until this album saw the light of day. And the existence of this album is not so much that it was recorded, but it was willed, to, willed into existence by that sheer will of power, that strength, that never say die mission. And you put that aside, it's just an awesome record. You've got all the different roots rock uh, things. There's some Tom Waits influence. There's some Celtic reverie. There's some straight up uh, psychobilly. And the best 2020 drinking song that was custom made for COVID and election, despite the fact that this record was written and recorded before we even knew what a COVID was. So, like I said, Colin okay, Dustin. Scott. Scott, you know, you know Lester Bangs, gotta right? Her, I got to give you the title of the record. We got to give respect to her. Okay. The album is called "Lover and a Fighter." Colleen records under the gnome de plume "Devil Doll." Proceed. Scott, you remember Lester Bangs, right? Of course, I do. Uh, was it the Jay Giles band? Maybe somebody allowed Lester Bangs to open for them, and he went out on the stage. I think it was at Kobo, and he went out on the stage and just typed on his typewriter. <laughs> For the music critic, yes, the next best thing to uh, to Jason to Springsteen asking you to type on stage as opening up for the E Street Band. The next best thing is when an artist actually wants you to help write their press kit. I mean, to be the music critic who writes the liner notes, who writes the press kit. I mean, your heart will never be the same for this experience. Well, and so, in all fairness, I'm not sure if she used any of my stuff, but. I felt happy to be part of the process. Well, you you encouraged her and you got inside of her her mind as well, right? It's still right. an incredibly honoring thing. Um, was there's, a, there's a band that's on my list, uh, the collection. Um, one of their song titles is a is a poem title of mine. So you know, it's just it, it will. I'll never forget that that kind of gratitude is 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 really special. Okay, so the other Scott, you know, Scott, um, I think the Scots have to meet each other. So when I bring the other Scott on in five minutes, Scott G, you can stay on for a little bit longer. Right. So, so, okay. but uh, before we bring Scott W on the call, um, get us through some of the, we've talked about um, reunion. So the rest, and we've talked about drive-by truckers a lot. So talk to us about the They're other- They're on my list. But talk to us about the other three that remain there. That's right. not DBT okay. and right. Isabel. Okay, so number six, I've got I've got one of two ties. I tried to I tried to not have any ties on here, but in this case, I justify them by these are records that complement each other. Like I felt the Isbell and the Margot Price were really just of a piece, and I feel the same way about uh, Himes Women in Music Part Three and Superstar by Caroline Rose. And Caroline Rose, if you're not familiar, is one of the best artist you're probably not familiar with. Uh, she put a record out a couple of years ago called Loner that made my top 10 of 2018. She blew me away at Hopscotch, which is a festival in Raleigh that I love going to every year. Um, and then number eight, 
Concrete and Glass by Nicolas Godin, who is a name that most people are going Nicholas who he was one half of the French duo known as air of whom I'm a huge fan. And this record is just so super chill and it was super chill before COVID. It is super chill during COVID. It will be super chill after COVID. Um, I got the DBTs at number nine. I almost made that a tie with their other record, the new okay, but I stopped myself short because I just haven't spent as much time with the new okay. And I felt that the unraveling coming out pre COVID was just so strong and of the moment and, you know, dovetailing into what you were saying about RTJ, I think, especially in 2020, nobody really musically chronicles the American experience better than run the jewels and DPT. If they got together for a tour, I think my brain would explode. Um, So, Wrapping up my top 10 list, one of the best young singer-songwriters working today, her fifth album. She's taken a bit of time off, but she makes it look so damn effortless. And that would be Lydia Loveless and her latest daughter. That's my number 10 record. Wow. Man. Uh, I don't know who all is listening, but Killer Mike or Patterson Hood, if you're listening to what Scott just said, get together and make this tour happen. Yeah. That would be amazing. And like it's marketing like RTJ DBT. You got the the acronyms. They would make you know like um yep. like uh, if this thing ever happens, I do feel like there needs to be another Rolling Thunder type tour, like a caravan right. uh, tour. I have been to one where like you know around the social justice stuff that we've been talking about throughout the the year, where uh, Billy Bragg and Steve Earle and like people like Tom Morello might have. I, I went to something in Nashville years ago that had, you know, Billy Bragg and, you know, Steve Earle and, you know, voter registration. And, and that was back when George W. Bush was president, which, which those days seemed so quaint and they shouldn't, by the way, seem quaint, but they seem quaint compared to the, to the toxic uh, meltdown, you know, uh, sandwich of, of, of slime that we've, we've been dealing with. Um, Scott, stay on the, on the, on the call. We're going to bring in the other Scott and, and we're going to have the meeting of the Scots here on uh, Ordinary Takes. Ordinary Takes uh, is, is completing almost the first hour of uh, its third episode. And Ordinary Takes is a co-production of OrdinarySpace.org and TeacherOnTheRadio.com. My co-host is Rick, Rick Quinn. Um, on the call, I, we almost didn't say from Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, yes. Scott Doug Greenberg, uh, host of Death No Honest Man Can Pay. Um, and Scott and I have been uh, collaborating for 35, 40, between, about 35 years, 36 years, 37 years. It's really, I've known this man a long time. 